Trumos Perk Ches, Mishnah Aleph, 8.1. This mission will discuss the question of what if a person was eating truma, thinking they were allowed to eat truma, but then finds out that actually they were not. So they made a mistake. That's a shogig, but they thought they were legitimately entitled to eat truma, as somehow they have a connection to a Kohen, um, or are a Kohen, they thought, and then they found out they're not. So the mission will consider a bunch of cases, um, We'll talk about it. We'll see them each one each one at a time. The first is Haisha Shahiso Chelas Petruma. You have a woman, her father wasn't a Kohen, but she married a Kohen. So as part of the Kohen's household, a woman, his wife, is certainly allowed to eat Truma. But then Bova Amrullah, some people came and told her, Meis Balech, or Gershech. Uh, they tell her that your husband has died or that he divorced you. So now the case is this woman thought she was allowed to eat truma, but as soon as her husband dies, assuming she has no children, so then as you said before, she reverts back to being considered part of her father's home. She's not connected to the Kohen. She's not entitled to be part of his household anymore, and there is no household, there's no Kohen anymore. So she's no longer allowed to eat truma. But since she was eating truma, the question is, does she have to pay Karen Vachomish? And the answer will be in a second, basically yes, she does. Gershech, um means they told her that she got divorced. It's a little peculiar how a woman could not know she was divorced um, because you can't get divorced against her will. But the case would be something like the woman sent out a shaliach to collect her get for her. For her. She knew she was getting divorced. She anticipated it would be you know, two weeks until the shaliach made the trip to get the get the get for her. But in the end, it took the shaliach one week and then they telegraphed her saying, you know, guess what? I got her early for you. Well, now she made a mistake eating truma, thinking she was still married, but she was actually divorced. And again, the same consequences to simplify for a moment, she'd have to give Karen Vachomish. Same goes if you have an Evid. An Evid, we're talking about an Evid Kanani. So this is an Evid Kanani is considered to be part of the household of the Kohen as his property. And that being the case, um, he's entitled to eat Truma. But Uvova Amrlo, then while he's eating his Truma, they come and tell him either Mes Rabach, your master has died. Um, meaning no longer part of his household. And again, normally what would happen is the son of the owner would inherit, and that being the case, the son of the owner is also a Kohen. But there's scenarios where, let's say, he only had an heir who was his daughter, and the daughter had married a non-Kohen, so she's out of the Kohuna family, so the evidence of such a woman would be not entitled. Or a, let's say, for example, he had a, his only heir was his grandson through his daughter, and the daughter had married a non-Kohen, so this grandson is not a Kohen. Um, and if that's the heir, so now the Evid becomes part of the non Kohen household and therefore actually was not entitled to eat Truma. Oh, Machrach li Yisrael, or they inform the Evid, listen, your owner has meanwhile sold you to a non Kohen, so you're not part of a non Kohen household, not entitled to eat Truma. Oh, Nasnach ben Matana, or if it wasn't a sale, just a gift, also, same thing. Oh, Asach ben Chorin, or he freed you. In other words, you can free a slave, and you can use an agent to do that. And unlike divorcing a woman, since <clears throat> this mission is understanding that it's a, a great benefit to the Kohen, excuse me, a great benefit to the Eved to be emancipated, so he doesn't need to even consent to it. The owner can emancipate him without his knowledge, and it works. So the point is, again, they tell this Eved who's eating truma, guess what, good news, your Kohen owner emancipated you, so that's great, he's free, but now the problem is he ate truma illegally. Again, the halach will be basically to oversimplify for a moment that he will have to give Karen Vachomish to make compensation.
Next, v'chein Cohen. What if a Cohen himself, shahaya ochel v'truma? The Cohen is eating truma. He thinks he's allowed to eat truma as a Cohen. But then v'noda, he comes to learn that they paskin against him, shu ben grusha ben chalutza, that actually um, his mother was a divorcee. That's a grusha or a chalutza, like a good divorcee. She had the chalitza process done to her. And the halach is that a Cohen may not marry a grusha or a chalutza. A chalutza basically is a, a divorcee also, to oversimplify. So, um, that's forbidden. And if a Cohen marries a divorcee, a grusha, so uh, the offspring is called a, the son, in other words, is called a halal. Halal meaning emptied out, because this person's been emptied out of his kahuna. And a halal is not allowed to eat truma. So if this person eating the truma is informed that he's not really a Cohen, he's a halal, so it turns out he's not allowed to eat truma, and would have to make compensation to Karen Vachomish. So the mission says, Relezer Mechaev Karen Vachomish. Relezer says simply, in all those cases, the woman, the Evid, the Kohen, who found that they're eating truma legally, have to pay back Karen Vachomish. Now, Rabbi Yeshua actually doesn't disagree with Rabbi Eliezer in principle. Um, it's really that's the halacha. However, Rabbi Eliezer, as quoted in the Mishnah, says poter. Rabbi Eliezer says, no, in, such, in all those scenarios, the wife, the Evid, the Kohen, they're all exempt from paying the Karen Vachomish. But Rabbi Yeshua's Disagreement only applies in a very specific and rather unusual case. Rabbi Yoshua holds in the scenario where this consumption of truma was happening on Erev Pesach, when there's a big rush and they're doing the mitzvah of beer chametz. This was chametz lying around. They said, oh my gosh, you just have an hour to eat it. And they gobbled it up. And it was truma chametz on Erev Pesach. And they thought they were tab devar mitzvah. They made a mistake doing a mitzvah, thinking they were doing a mitzvah, but actually it wasn't. So then... And really, only then, Rabbi Yeshua says um, they are exempt from they're exempt from making this Karen Vachomish payment. Um, so the halacha is like Rabbi Yeshua, but again, so that what does that mean? That means that essentially every normal scenario, even if the person thought they were eating truma legitimately, but it turns out they weren't, they must pay Karen Vachomish. In the extraordinary scenario where it's Arab Pesach and they ate it only to get rid of. The, the chametz that was there, and they found out that they weren't still allowed in the first place, and they were tubbed of our mitzvah, so then they'll be off the hook. Fine. Continuing on, the Mishnah goes on um, to relate a topic of not eating truma, but what about a kohen? There's a kohen actually doing the avoda, bringing an offering on the altar in the temple. And then he gets notified right, right then and there, um, a moment too late. Listen, buddy, you're not really a kohen, you're actually a halal because your mother was a grush or a chalutza. So now, what's with the karbonos that he offered? Rabbi Eliezer Omer, kol ha-karbonos shehikriv al gab mezbech psulim. Rabbi Eliezer says, what do you want? He was not legitimate to bring karbonos. He's a halal. And that being the case, all his offerings were ill, were um, invalidated. And that being the case, let the chips fall where they may. If people need to bring new karbonos, they need to bring new karbonos. What could he do? They're invalidated karbonos. The offerings were all invalid. Rabbi Yeshua's machsher, Rabbi Yeshua, who the halacha follows, says, no, in such a scenario, after the fact, Bidi Eved, the offerings of this Kohen, who actually was a halal, are are acceptable, and whoever brought them gets our Ziyotzi. The reason why is Rabbi Yeshua um, has a Pasuk. Which Pasuk actually have different sources of what is the Pasuk from which he learns it, but whatever the case is, based on some exegesis of a verse, he understands, Rabbi Yeshua understands, that a halal Bidi Eved could bring, if he brought a an offering, it, it, it works. On the other hand, 
if they find they inform him, you know what, Mr. Cohen, who just brought an offering, you're a Cohen, but you have a mum, you have some kind of blemish, which invalidates you from doing the, the avoda, the service, the base of mikdash. Um, so this guy didn't know that, but now he's told that, oh, you know, whatever you, you didn't realize, but that what you have, that whatever, that cataract on your eye, which we didn't notice till now, has rendered you to be, uh, has rendered you to be, uh, a Balmum, and therefore your avoda isn't good. So then everyone agrees, Avodasa Psula, since he was not legitimate as a Kohen to bring, to do a vote on the base of English to bring an offering, so then um, retroactively everything that he brought is, while he was a Balmum, is invalidated.